Celebrity news is a huge part of our society these days, and it can be salacious, invasive, and headline-grabbing. But our guest today, celebrity blogger Just Jared, has created his own entertainment news empire by doing exactly the opposite. Jared has stayed true to himself by building his company from a place of uplifting positivity and rejecting the norms of judgment and negativity. Today we chat about creating success through being yourself, not sacrificing your morals and working your tail off. Jared's story is fascinating and you'll surely feel empowered to tackle your own dreams while not sacrificing you in the process. So listen in and I hope you enjoy as much as I did. All right, you guys, I am so excited because we have Just Jared, the founder and CEO of Just Jared, who is Jared, of course, um, on the podcast today. It is the big, one of the biggest uh, media platforms for celebrity and r- overall entertainment um, in the world. They have 10 million unique viewers a month, m- a month and probably still growing. And uh, he's here to kind of talk about how he got started, what was the kind of the reason why he even got into this business and maybe some like some juicy stuff if, if, uh, if you so desire. So thank you so much, Jared, for coming. It's, it's really, I'm really happy to have just you. Just got back from Vegas. Wow. I saw Lady Gaga's two part concert. Like the first night was like her pop music and their second night is all jazz and piano and it's an incredible, like I want to say religious experience. Oh, wow. So, you know, I guess because of what you do and having such a successful platform like Just Jared, you probably do get access to just about every cool thing that there can possibly be in entertainment. Um, I would say 95% of the stuff. Just 95%? There's the 5% of the people who like are like, Jared is press. Jared is going to write something negative and salacious like they just don't get the game i would say really even yeah. now in today's day when that's yeah. it's all about that People game just don't get it i don't know how to explain it like i'll be at a celebrity's house and some other celebrity will be like why is jared here like they, they don't see me as a human being which is very difficult for celebrities they're like oh he's a journalist he's gonna write about me like, right just paranoid do you see, like, so I can see that because, first of all, what's really unique about you, and I think that what some people maybe not understand, is that you go kind of the other direction because you're not salacious and you're not negative. You're actually quite the opposite. You're very positive. I read something recently that you don't want to even take pictures of kids and use it in uh, on your website. Is that correct? Yeah, we have the no kids policy. A no kids policy. Paparazzi photos are, of kids are not allowed on the website anymore. Which I think as a mom, I think that's a great, I mean, that in itself t- says a lot about you, who you are, and what your whole overall corporate culture would be. So yeah, but I guess because if people don't know that, they just don't know. Because of course, you have things like TMZ and Perez Hilton that are all about just like throwing people under the bus and just being very, very salacious, right? So how do you do that? Like, how do you kind of like fight those like negative type of... I would say like if I walk into a room and there's someone I've written about there, I wouldn't want them to think ill of me. Do you know what I mean? Like I, right. I would never want to walk into a room and be uncomfortable because I wrote something about someone. Right. So the fact that I can like walk in and feel respected by peers and by people in the industry, both in front and behind the camera, I think that's what I always strive for. Well, I saw, I think I, I also read that you went on tour with Rihanna or something like years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a, a, the, it was a, a plane full of journalists 
And I was the only journalist that was allowed access, did her, access to her on a daily basis. I like went backstage, hung out with her for a little bit, took a photo, um, and just got like behind the scenes information that like a lot of the journalists who didn't have access to her at all <laughs> right, right, right. Um, had. So. Because, you, because of your reputation of being really kind of above board and more, and actually just nice and positive, right? Yeah, I think it's just the relationship building that I've created. I've been doing this for 14 years now, which is really insane to me, but... <laughs> 14 years? So how did you even start? What was your whole background? You were, were you a journalist then, or you weren't? Um, I it's very, that word journalist is so weird to me. Like yeah. I, I didn't really read or write as a kid creatively. Right. Um, I like read books obviously for school, but like it was never my intention to become a writer at all. Right. Um, but I would say as a kid, I was very sheltered. Um, my parents are super religious. They're Christian. They only allowed uh, me and my brothers a half an hour TV a week. They never a week. A week. Wow. I never took us to the movie theater. I never got to see any Broadway shows. Um, we only listened to contemporary Christian music. So it wasn't wow. until college when I discovered MTV because my parents had never paid for cable TV growing up. Um, internet wasn't really big at that in those days. So like my like pop culture brain was like super, super, right. super tiny at that time. You didn't point. have one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then once I got to college all hell broke loose. <laughs> wow, I started to exactly. binge watch um, all television shows. I started to go to the movie theater. Um, I like stood in line to get lottery tickets for Broadway shows because I didn't have enough money to buy the tickets myself. Right. Um, and just I started to write about all the pop culture I was consuming. Um, my personal online journal just became a, a journal about celebrity. Like it just like slowly evolved as I was writing about more and more the celebrity stuff and not my own stuff. Like I would realize traffic would like get a bump if I wrote about like Anderson Cooper, you know, if I wrote about Angelina Jolie. Like I just wanted more traffic. I wanted more more money to buy clothes. Right, right, right. Exactly. So you were doing <laughs> I more, like more a, pocket money. Yeah. Like a hobby, like a kind of yeah. something to do on the side, like a side hustle. I still consider it to be a side hustle for some really? reason. Even though it's a full time job. Do you do something employees. else that we don't know no, about? Oh. I don't. But it's like it's not a corporate nine to five job. You know, like I don't have to go into right. the office. I don't have to get dressed up. Like I work from my bedroom. Like it's you do. Like so, mm-hmm. t- tell me like exactly. Give me a day in the life of what you would do. Every day is different. You know, like yeah, yesterday I did an escape room and I went to the Lady Gaga concert. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> like, that's true. That's right. In Vegas, that's right. But normally, like let's say if you weren't like going somewhere or traveling to Vegas, what would you be doing at home or you know, a, um, like a Monday or Tuesday? You know, morning to well, evening. As of now, I have a, te- a great team of editors who, like, around-the-clock coverage right. um, for the site. Um, I definitely chime in here and there for bigger stories and if we need to buy extra photos. Um, but now I'm trying to develop more gesture-branded things, um, hopefully more, like, a video content, um, more, like, photo shoot editorial-styled photos. Um, just like developing, taking meetings with people who can help me in each of those projects and endeavors. Like expand your brand more. Mm-hmm. So then like, okay, so let's just go back a little bit. So what you said you started is more like, for a lack of a better word, like um, you started a blog or like a website, right? And you would just write about celebrity stuff. Where would you get your information from? Um, I would just scour the web. You know, like I would find okay. message boards. Message boards were much bigger right. um, back in the day. Um, there weren't comment threads on Instagram to look through. Like right. I would 
have to find fan websites, I, I guess, mm-hmm. and just troll those until I found photos I liked or found information that people would want to know about. Um, and I found things that I like cater to an audience. Right. You know, like I found um, like Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, um, Jennifer Aniston at right, that, that was time such a big, was yeah. just like the pinnacle of pop culture. And, you know, I would write about every single thing that they did right. <laughs> when they walked out um, of their homes until they went to sleep. I'm sure a photographer was following their every move and we were writing about it. And I feel like people are so fascinated with anything celebrity. And and even today with all the social media being like at like an all time crazy high with now Facebook and obviously Instagram and all the other platforms, I feel like people are now as like steroids for people, right? Like it hasn't slowed down at all. People aren't bored by it. They're just more curious. They're more intrigued. I mean, haven't you found that to be yeah, the case? I mean, people, I feel like, or kids these days are, grow- are growing up much faster because yeah. of the vast information available at their fingertips. Right. Um, just even just something as simple as Wikipedia. Like, yeah. you can learn something so much quicker than you did back in the day. Now, do you turn down a lot of stuff? Like, for example, you know, like people go up there, like TMZ or wherever, to get like the hottest story of, of someone, you know, someone that, something that's salacious. And if, does someone come to do people come to you and you just say no I won't I won't do it because that's not what your brand is? Yeah, I mean people give me information all the time that I can't write about. People always just say it was between us, between us, and that's perfectly fine with me. Like I think just knowing information helps, um, and I kind of just like save it for another day or like I know to keep that for something that I could publish in the future. It's kind of just like building blocks I would say like you never want to break someone's trust like that's the only thing you have in this town right um this town is actually a lot smaller than people think um so any like manager agent hairstylist makeup artist assistants personal assistant executive assistant like you need to know everyone in this town like right the waiter that's serving you could be your boss the next day like you can't be rude and mean to one person and expect to be treated a different way absolutely Well, I think that that goes without saying in any in any world. You should never treat somebody badly because of who they are. I think that's a, a terrible trait in general. But I think especially here in Hollywood, right, where everyone has 77 different jobs and they could be the son to somebody or the heir to something mm-hmm. else. And you're right. And in your business, which is all about information, you want to make sure that you're nice to everybody and you have to have a really solid reputation for that, right? And it was never like, I'm going to be nice to this person or nice to this person, like... That's just, I think, who I am. Like, right. I want to be respectful to everyone. To nice I want person. to be, like, nice to everyone. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> does it make sense? Like, Absolutely. But you know what happens? I mean, a lot of times, as people get more successful, a lot of times they get more of an ego, and they get more arrogant, and they have an attitude. And then they, you know what I mean? Like, that happens all the time. Always said money and fame magnifies who you are. So if you were an asshole before, you're going to be more of an asshole now. If you're a nice person then, you're still going to be a nice person later. That's absolutely <laughs> true. I do agree with you. And I think also, when maybe because of how you were brought up and where you you kind of came with a certain like level head, right? Like you weren't... It all depends on your upbringing. It's you all your upbringing. If you have great parents and a great group of friends, you're going to turn out just fine. Right. Like, I think a lot of people who are like bad apples, like they didn't have good parenting. Right. I, I, no, hate to, I, I hate to say it, but like. Now you're right. I think it's important because obviously you're, it's your value system that you were taught when you were a young person, right? So that does go with you for sure. Where were you? Where did you grow up? I was born and raised in Queens. Oh, okay. And in so that's Queens, why you moved to you moved to LA. 
like eight years ago. Oh, so you were doing just Jared for a while mm-hmm. back in New York, right? That's what, yeah. And so, so let just so give us an idea. So, as you were kind of writing about all these stuff and the blogs, and it was getting bigger and bigger. How then? Like, how did you become? Did people then start to like think of you as a source? So, did then PR people and managers start to outreach to like reach out to you? Like that's well, how does that work? Like give us like for me like how that would work. Um, I didn't know first when I started. I obviously didn't know a single no, no, person no, in the industry. Your, you're writing your website, um, right? And then because you were interested in it, right? Yeah. So you had a passion for it. I think I'm a really good. Googler, <laughs> like <laughs> when someone, I need to reach out to someone, like right. you just have to like Google the right phrase to find someone. And it's relatively easy to find email addresses for people. Like if you right. find an email address for someone at say WME and you don't have someone else's, you just use obviously the same structure, like the Absolutely. first initial yes. dot last name at somewhere.com. It's like, common sense and, and also being resourceful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you just reach out to people, introduce yourself, say your business, state your business. And, you know, people, most people respond to you to emails, like as long as you have a legitimate reason to contact them. But were you first contacted them because you were looking for information, right? Like, so like you were just doing this on, on the side, you said, right? Yeah. I think maybe the easiest thing for me was to like contact people for fashion ideas, which is obviously very innocuous. Like, right. what dress is this your client wearing? You know, right. like, and if someone didn't have a publicist, I asked their manager. If they didn't have a manager, I asked their agent. Right, right, so right. So kind of that that network started to grow very slowly, and I would say one of the highlights of my career are just like these little stepping stones. Um, I remember being at a party in New York, and do you know who Leslie Sloan is? No, who's that? She's this huge publicist. And back in the day, page six was huge, huge. And especially living in New York. Um, I would see Leslie's name being quoted. Um, Who did she rap at the time? Uh, at the time, I honestly can't remember. But now she represents like Blake Lively and mm. Katie Holmes and some other big clients. Okay. A lot um, of girl, like a lot of like female. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let's so she, um, I saw her at a party one time and introduced myself and I was like quivering. I was like, oh my God, I'm talking to Leslie Sloan. And when I was saying goodbye, she was like, do you have my information? And I'm like, no. And then she like, I was holding my Blackberry at the time because Blackberries existed then. <laughs> um, she like grabbed my Blackberry, put her information in and like gave it back to me. And on the taxi ride home, I was like tearing up. I was like, Leslie Sloan, like the biggest, the biggest publicist ever knows who I am. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and obviously this was super early in my career. And right. I think just that gave me like validation, like, it didn't matter that a celebrity knew who I was, like someone in, who actually like worked in the industry and right. like represents like a, a wide range of clients, like knows who I am, like that. that spoke yeah, to me. And, they, <laughs> and they and they like recognize who you were, right? So like so then like basically based on that, then where did, when did it shift? Um, when was that moment, that breakthrough moment, when it went from you having to constantly reach out to then it shifted to where now everybody was reaching out to you. Because they knew that your platform was the place to be saw, I guess, seen on. Yeah, um, I would say there's still. I still. I feel like I still haven't reached that point. Because um, every entrepreneur I, says that, though, right? <laughs> they all say that. Um, because I still do have to do a lot of reaching out. Um, there are a lot of obviously a lot of pitches that come my way as well, but it's like it's a give and take, like. Obviously, the biggest biggest of A-list clients don't need to reach out to me to do something, right. but I, but maybe like a, a D-lister or something would need to like reach out more. So, 
I don't know. There's like a, there's some sort of hierarchy. That... There is a hierarchy, <laughs> but I think that's what I want to talk about because I find it to be that, that to me, I find to be very interesting because I think, especially now, again, with social media, and I hate to say the word, but influencers, you know, that I feel like that's become like the new celebrity, right? Like people who have, who are famous for nothing, you mm -hmm. know, who have 15 million people following them are much more influential sometimes than these like, you know, celebrities. So do you then give, do you give credence to that? Like do you now just, is there like a balance where you say to your staff, like, you know, people who work with you, you know, we need to have people who are influent. Like, is there like some kind of way to kind of format where you cover everything or? I think the majority of the people we cover are more so actors, musicians, models. Um, we've never really delved too much into the influencer realm unless they have, I would say, like a specific talent. Right, okay. Um, like we don't, like even reality shows, we don't really cover too many of them. Yeah, I haven't seen in, many on your website. Like, I would say like the housewives department or something. Um, not even do, the housewives? No, not really. Um, but we cover more like the competition shows, like Bachelor, Survivor, Amazing Race. Like Maybe, I think that's probably, I mean, I'm, I don't run your business, but I would say because probably those reality shows are trash, right? Like they have, really, I mean, it's all about salacious and it's about like throwing people under the bus and like just negative trash talking. And I think if your whole brand is to be the, antithesis to that it would be kind of counterintuitive to put those people on there right so what are you going to write about i think part of it is just like personal preference like i just don't watch those shows personally so i, my, I don't have my staff cover it right um okay but i mean that's why i named the website just jared like um right, right, right. Ba back then i um when it was before i named it just jared people were naming their websites hollywoodthis.com hollywoodthat.com yeah. and i was still living in new york i was you know, enjoying Broadway shows. I love fashion. I love technology. And I was like, how can I incorporate like all of these interests? So um, yeah. I was watching Will and Grace and Jack, just Jack has like this like television segment on the show. So I, I love that. Like, I so I named my show. website after myself so I could incorporate all of my interests without putting myself on it. Physically, does that make sense? Yeah, so that's I, so you got Just Jared from the whole Just Jack thing back then. Oh, I mm -hmm. love that. I because that thing was so so memorable. Like Just Jack, I love, <laughs> I used to love that show. I still do actually. That's so cute. So then, um, so how so how is it kind of so with social media then? How has it affected that bit of your business? Like how does it kind of change the? I would say it's more competitive. Like there's yeah. there's so many more outlets now. Right. Um. So many more different mediums that people can get this same kind of um, coverage. Um, but I don't know. I think we have a very good way of curating our content um, so people know where to go to get it. Like we're, excuse me, very consistent. Um, we're very quick, speedy. Um, we have great like high resolution photos that people could look at and... I don't know. I think when you're consistent, people know to like keep coming back. Right, right, right. And also, you probably you have like a you have a loyal fan base who you've you know who kind of that was built probably early on and that's kind of stayed with yeah, you. Yeah, I would right? say a lot of it was timing. Like yeah. I was just in the right time, right place, and and good content. And and then how do like how do you grow then from that? Like what does like you're saying now you're going to go into video? Like what's like what do you do? Like how I feel you do have video. I do there's, see video. There's no uh, there's no roadmap. You right. know like. 
growing up, first of all, blogs didn't exist, so we could never aspire to become a blogger. Um, right. And there's, I wasn't aspiring to be anyone else in my space also. I feel like the internet's so big that you you create your own thing, you know? You right. just do you and let everyone else do their own thing. And I would say if you just, like, concentrate on your thing and like, continue at it, like, people will flock to you. Do right. you know I mean? Like, it just fe- feels more authentic that it way. It does. It is authentic. I mean, I've just, I guess because of all the different, like you were saying, all the, it's so competitive now, right? You want to, you know, you do have your, your, your fan base, but if you want to keep on expanding, you said like, I guess we were talking before about like what you do day to day. You said you don't really have a schedule. You kind of just, every day is different. I'm kind of curious still, like how, like you're, you're involved obviously, right? So like, what is like, what do you kind of involve yourself in and what is your day-to-day schedule even Um, if you don't have a schedule like give me a a, you know like kind of like a quasi day in the life quasi day in the life um how did you wake up in the morning i'll just ask you the question (laughs) (laughs) every day is different like again like there i don't have a regimented schedule yeah um i think because of because the internet business is 24 7 right like if i wake up super late that I can go to sleep super late like if I do you mean like I, I just adjust you adjust, yeah like if I'm at an event until like two three in the morning then you know I'll just like wake up a little bit later in the day right um lucky you <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had your life I mean but when I first started it was literally just Jared like I was running around New York City um with my laptop everywhere I went um, I would only travel in taxis or black cars because I didn't want to go on subways because there was no internet um, reception. Um, oh, really? At clubs at two in the morning, I would be in my laptop in the corner, like typing away. And, like, you know, if Brittany like shaves her head again, I need to like be on it. You right. Know? You, if you're not the first one, you're basically last. Right. <laughs> um, exactly. So I really needed to be on the ball. But I think now that I have a team. Um, How big is the team, by the way? We have about eight editors. Eight, okay. Wow. Um, so it's pretty slim for, I think, the amount of content that we put out. Yeah. Um, but now there's just, like, more stuff to do. Like, we have to update Facebook. We have to update Twitter. We have to update Instagram. We have to update Instagram Story. Um, so it's a lot. It's a lot more, I would say. And now you have just Jared Jr., right? Yeah. And what does that really focus on? Um, I think during the high school musical days when, like, Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens and Ashley Tisdale were becoming huge stars, I would post about them every other post on uh, Just Jared proper. And all my regular readers were like, who are these kids? Who are these kids? Why are you writing about them all the time? Um, But they would always continuously get traffic. So I knew there was an audience for it, but I knew that I just couldn't post them on Just Jared all the time. So it kind of created, like, the... A spinoff, you know, like a right. sister site that would only write about like teen-oriented celebrities. How is it doing? So well. Yeah. I always thought that it would do better than Just Jared, which I haven't gotten it um, there yet. But because I feel like that generation is the one that's most tapped in, the most online. So that would think too. So I feel like I just need to, you know, make some who, tweaks at who, some point. Um, maybe it just hasn't hit that tipping point yet. You know what I mean? Like I think people maybe it will get there. Maybe it just hasn't yet. Who is your demo then? Like, do you guys have, like, is it mostly male, female? What's the age demo? Um, I think we're at, like, 18 to 35 mm. is the main demo. Um, and it skews a little bit more towards female. Yeah, I think so, too. But not 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 by much. It's not, like, 90-10. It's, like, 
60-40. Oh, okay, really? Somewhere around there. Because I think everyone's just, everyone Everyone likes to be a voyeur in other people's life, right? For sure. So if you're a boy or a girl, right? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. So I, that, makes, that makes sense to me. But what would be, like, what do you go do? Like, what's your places that you find information that you like? I think I'm honestly just on Instagram most of the time. I was looking yeah. at, I think on, on the iPhone, you can check what which apps you spend most of your yeah. screen time on. Yeah. And... It's Instagram. <laughs> um, I think I spend like, is it two hours a day? Above average on, or two on, hours? It's two hours a day, I think, on Instagram. Wow. Were you just so. scrolling? Just like, what are you looking for? Just content for like your own personal curiosity or for the show? I mean, everything in my life is so blended together, like personally and professionally. Yeah. Like that happens all the everything time. Everything I is mixed in so I, I can't really separate like how much of it is work and how much of it is not right um, but I think I'm at a place in my career where it's a good balance right um, I think being in LA has a good balanced lifestyle for me um, I just I love it yeah and then you can, like do you have any stories that are, would be interesting of like some I don't know like a celebrity <clears throat> that surprised you someone who's like especially nice or you know some kind of experience that um, you must have a million of them. Beyonce. Okay, give me Beyonce. <laughs> always Beyonce. Always um, <laughs> Beyonce. Everything's always about Beyonce. Um, the first time I met Beyonce, I believe, was in New York. Um, it was, I believe it was at a Lorraine Schwartz party. Mm. And she introduced me to Beyonce. And again, I took a selfie with my Blackberry. <laughs> um, it was at a dark club. Um, and she didn't know who I was. You know, I was just like a fan. And we, we took a photo. And I want to say like two or three years later, we were at her label's office. Um, she was premiering her Run the World video. Mm-hmm. There was like a, a bunch of fans, some journalists. And she like walks in and she like looks around the room and she's like, I, I know you. I took a photo with you one time. And I was like, what? <laughs> like she recognized my face from like this dark club from years yeah. ago. Wow. And just just recognized my face. The fact that she could like hone in on that yeah. was like incredible. It is incredible. And then like two or three later two or three years later again, I saw her at Soho House. Um, Rock Nation was having their annual Grammys brunch. And I like go over to say hello. And she goes, Oh my god, Jared, congratulations on all your success. Meanwhile, behind her is a skyscraper of her entire face promoting her like HBO special. Are you serious? And I was like, uh. <laughs> That's a great one. And then another time, I was at Pharrell's after party for the Grammys, and Jay-Z is walking into the party with Beyonce, and she's, he's like um, pulling her along, holding her hand. Um, and earlier in the uh, evening, sorry, I was texting Lorraine Schwartz, and I was who's like, a dis- who's a jewelry designer? She, yeah, jewelry designer. Yeah. And she, I was like, all your girls looked amazing, especially Beyonce. Her jewels were incredible. So Beyonce's walking by and she's like, oh my God, Jared, Lorraine told me that you complimented me. Thank you so much. Huh? Really? <laughs> like, first of all, she didn't have to say anything. She was like, literally just like walking by right. and she like stopped to like say thank you for, for complimenting her through someone else. Like, it was just like so surreal in a way, <laughs> yeah. right? Like she, I think that's that's exactly who she is. That's exactly why she's number one and the most successful. Like right? She, she's classy yeah. all through and through. It's amazing. I mean, it's amazing that the attention to detail that she remembered you yes. because how many people do you think that she hugs and yes. has to take a picture with daily? Right? 
I mean, it's it's an, uh, probably thousands. But that's what her craft keeps getting better and better. Like if you watch her her Destiny's Child days, even when she first started solo, like yeah. she's nowhere near where she is today. Right. Like I saw her perform for Coachella live, and it was just like an incredible experience. Amazing. Like, it's exactly it's true. It's like near perfection. Like, I don't know how she's going to get better than this. I know she will. And she but... will. You know, it's so <laughs> but... true because you know, she's a true, like a, she's a true professional and she's a true icon because of that. Because the people who are really, really good and who are super talented, they keep on getting better because they work harder than everyone else and they keep on honing their craft. Like another one is JLo. I mean, every time I think JLo is going to be, how much better can she get? Then boom, next year, like the year following, she's even bigger, hotter, more successful. I mean, these are these are people. They're very unique people like that, you know. Yeah, I think there's few and far between. <laughs> very come. few. Do you have a J Lo story? Um, I don't have a J Lo story. Oh, okay. Who else? What other kind of good stories do you have? Beyonce's a good one. Um, do you have a Bradley Cooper story? Because I like him. <laughs> I haven't met him yet. <laughs> no. Damn. You keep naming celebrities. They all have some. Okay, those are, the, those are the only ones I oh, really... I guess another story I have is Rihanna. Okay, Rihanna. Um, she's always super, super sweet. Um, but one time I was hanging out with her in New York, and we were going to the club. And the club? <laughs> <laughs> most... Was 50 Cent there? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, so, I don't know. It was like 2 in the morning. Uh, she's with her entourage of like, 10, 15 people. And usually I've... Who's in an entourage of that many people? What do you have? Security, hair, Hair, makeup, makeup. assistants, like friends. I'm sure a lot of them are just her friends. Um, So most of the time, most of the time when you're with a celebrity, they get out of the car, you know, like security blocks people, they walk right into the club. But being the classy um, person that Rihanna is, she like walks in she like lets in all of her entourage get in first because i feel like at a club there's such a, a throng like of people yeah. that like people are clamoring to get in there's so much chaos like right. your friends could get left out once the celebrities inside um the venue so like she like made sure like every single one of her friends got in and then she walked in after them wow yeah that's really classy, actually, because you're right. That does happen. All, I see it all the time, right? Because it becomes the them show and all mm-hmm. the other people just get left like they were like peons in the back, right? So the fact that she was cognizant enough to do that just, again, says something about a character right there, right? Do you feel like people, because of, I guess in a way, you have the power to kind of tweak their reputation, right? By what you put out there. That like, they're kind of not, maybe not scared of you, but they're like kind of like, conscientious of how they treat you because of that though or um i would i would say just some people are they honestly are scared they're just like paranoid they are afraid i'm going to write something bad but i would there's not have you ever written anything bad though i mean i like to consider myself like the anna wintour of the web like (laughs) if i don't like something i don't write about it um but some news is like inherently bad. You know, some people get divorced, people get people split right, up. Right. Um, but I don't add like a negative spin to it. Um, and if I know something bad personally, and no one else does on a public level, mm-hmm. I won't. I'm not going to out someone. Right. Um, again, like it's all about relationships in this business, right. and I'm not out to burn bridges. I'm in it for the long run. Right. And I want people to be able to talk to me and feel comfortable that. 
I'm not going to like spill their secrets. Right. So then you just kind of keep it on the down low and you just kind of write what like kind of needs need to, to be written, written kind of thing. Now, are there people out there that you won't write about because you just don't like them as a person and you don't want to give them that kind of, that kind of promotion and that kind of press or? Um, there was or vice versa, <laughs> right? Um, there was only one celebrity who will go unnamed right now. But, oh, um, damn. <laughs> They like attended one of my events. Uh-huh. Um, we flew them out. Um, we actually flew them to their home and then to another event. And they came to this party. I was expecting to be photographed because like it's a press event. <laughs> right. And they arrived in their car service and like refused to come out and take photos. I'm like, we flew you to this event. Could you please come out of the car and take a photo? And the celebrity was like, call my publicist. So I call the publicist. The publicist is like, sorry, can't do anything. <laughs> and like, wow. like that, that stung, you know, like we spent like thousands and thousands of dollars on someone to come to this event and they're not going to come. So then would and, you, yeah. And, oh, uh, this is the kicker. Um, they ordered like the most expensive bottle of wine when we had like free um, room service for them. And when you have that type of thing, you don't like abuse it, yeah. you know, like, you can order a nice meal, but like, don't go crazy. Like, so after that, we had to like lock, like lock down everyone else's things because because that um, one person because that one bad egg was it a girl or a boy? It was a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Is it brown hair or blonde hair? No. <laughs> you well, you well, there be, can I can I twist your arm and tell me who it is? No, I think, again, it's not my it's not my place. You know, like I feel like will people, you put them on your will you put them on your on your site again? I haven't. <laughs> what year did that happen? Huh? What year did that happen? I, I don't It was a long, long time ago. A long, long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's something that's super disrespectful. And like, yeah. So that's why I'm saying it would be... Sup- but I will say like, they're not very successful now, which I would say speaks to... It wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. No, you know, no, like, I know. But it was like who, who they, they are. are. And like in this business, people want to work with nice people. And especially I would say now that like everything out is in the open. Um you know, social media can catch anyone at a club or catch anyone walking down the street in, in a bad moments. Like, people will know the next day or of the, in the minute or of the hour. You know, people can go Instagram live right away and like... And, 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 spill, and, and spill it on yeah. them. I know. And then people won't want to work with them. 100%. Like, do you ever get tired though? Like, I would feel like it's exhausting to be you because of what you created and stuff. Like, it's like, the, you know, it's an obvious, like I said, it's a huge media, entertainment, celebrity site right so therefore you're going to get invited to so much shit like i can see it being like super exciting for like for a while and then you get like burnt out in a way like i'm like oh my god i gotta go now to this like it's everything always seems better on the outside right for sure so the first three years i lived in la i went out probably like five times a week maybe even more (laughs) um now i like never go out unless it's with a friend to support someone right or to an event that I know I'll know a lot of people in the room. Right. It's just, like, not worth my time and effort. Like, I, I'll continue to do my job with or without going to these events anymore. And it's just about, you know, to me it's more about balance, like, concentrating on the core group of people that I know. Right. And just, like, investing in those people. So are your friends mostly celebrities then, or are they mostly just, like, regular people? like Regular people. Like, doing... 
working wherever or yeah. I mean, most people in town are in this business yeah, the creative people but yeah. yeah um but i have people all over the business that i would say are the closest to me right i mean oh the people who are you mean like in your core group you mean who are sorry the people in your core group are not like so the regular people right yeah. but you obviously have friends who are in that space yeah. they're just not part of your like day-to-day like team yeah. So then, isn't your? I thought your brother, because I thought your brother was friends with my friend. He's, isn't he involved? Yeah. In in your bill, yeah. That's he handles like the business, the business side of things. Oh, okay, I see. And then so that's how you I just guys... like I handle more the front end, like the editorial side, right? Which is all like which is what we see on on site and stuff like that. So I have um, another question for you. So how do you then like when it comes to you as a person, right? Versus like just Jerry, your name is whatever. Could you, how, how do you go somewhere where there's those people and people don't bother you in that way? Like to not get invited. Can you ever just do something that's just not associated or affiliated with just Jared in a entertainment realm? Like, would you ever just go to a show and just not be that guy? Or in- When I go out, I actually try to only do non-work things, even though it is a work event. I'll only, because I don't, because when I go to an event, I don't write so-and-so was condoling with this person, so-and-so was spotted, yeah. like, holding hands with this person. Like, I'm not in a... I don't do gotcha journalism. Yeah. Um, well, that's okay. So tell me in the case, what's the difference? So gotcha stuff is more like so-and-so was spotted, blah, blah. What do you, what do you, what do you call yours? It's more just information-based, right? Like, this person... Um, without... A, or just, like, abusing. What's more like what I liked about yours, to be honest with you, before I even knew you or whatever, I liked your site because... What people as voyagers, vo- like as a voy- voyeur, voyeur, yeah, thank you, <laughs> boy, not a voyager, uh, voyeur. I like to see people coming out of a coffee bean with like what they're drinking yeah, yeah. and, you know, what they're doing, what they're like in their day-to-day life without having there to be any negative salacious stuff. Just like, you know, like they're just like me type of thing. Like, I feel like you guys do that really well. Yeah. I think people love seeing things that they can relate to. Yeah, like me um, or you or whoever. Yeah. And I think a lot of the, I would say the paparazzi photos do well rather than the red carpet. Like red carpet's like more proper. And yeah. Like people, they can't re- really relate to it because they don't do red carpets themselves. Exactly. <laughs> people go grocery shopping themselves and want to see what people are wearing and what they're doing and who they're spotted with. And, and it doesn't seem authentic, right? Because it's already like, it's contrived. Like they know they're going to be photographed and da, da, da. And this is much more like, hey, I'm buying a... BLT or whatever at Earth, or I'm, yeah. just make, I'm just making it up, of course. Or in LA, Air One. Yeah, Air One, I was going to say, or Creation, or whatever you want to say. Um, then how do you get the pictures? Like, how do you get the finesse relationships with the different photographers and paparazzi so they go to you versus going to Perez or going to... Everyone has the same access. Um, we all go to these photo agencies that represent a, a bunch of photographers, and then we license those photos so we can use them for that period of time and but for you to get the like for like do you have this thing and maybe i don't know i'm asking as a Mm -hmm. you know as just a layman person here but if someone spots something right and you want to get that picture do you want to get more exclusivity on that picture versus so and so for sure um but again it's it's the same thing i was saying earlier like i don't want to gotcha anyone right so if someone has photos of someone cheating like they would try to sell it to me or at this point they, they they know that i won't buy it but um People want an exclusive, so 
say TMZ. If someone was spotted cheating, they had the exclusive, they wanted those photos. We would have to write about it eventually because everyone in the world would be writing about it. Right. But I would never publish it exclusively first on my site. Because it's a gotcha thing. So what does the best for you? We know that it's not those red carpet pictures. We know it's not the teen pictures. Like what's like the like the pinnacle the best like you tell me what the best kind of photo or story does. People love skin. <laughs> People yeah. in bikinis or the shirtless at the beach. Right. Always does well. Um, couples photos. Seeing people in love. People love to see a good, they love love. good love story. Um, but I would say the celebrities themselves are always rotating. Um, I think that's exactly why I don't put my own image on my website very often. Because people get tired of the same people all the time. So it's always a rotating group of people. You know, like someone's right. promoting one movie, that cycle's finished, someone else comes in. Um, like who's hot now? Who's hot now? Like who's really, who are the top three like hot people now that everybody is obsessed with? There's very different hot. <laughs> like, like, clickable, whatever you want to call it. Like looking clickable? at um, Not hot like sexy hot. I mean, who's hot? They're probably the ones you would expect, like Justin Bieber. He's he's been like for <laughs> since like you know since you started probably. Yeah, it's the same ones. I posted a throwback photo with him from ten years ago. Yeah, the ten year challenge. Yeah, <laughs> and See? he has his side swooped hair. Yeah, he's probably like down to my elbow. It's, it was hilarious. He's probably like eleven years old at the time. Oh my gosh! So he does well. He's always done well. Who else? Like Beyonce, of course. Um, I would say she's actually not as powerful or click I don't know. Worthy? I would say if you want to know how someone performs, just look on Instagram. Like to see their interaction, not how many followers they have. Because Well then I'd be like I would think it'd be Selena Gomez and it would be She's definitely up there for sure. But why? Why are they so fascinated with her? I don't understand. I mean she's adorable, but I would say people grew up with these stars. The same reason that like all the Disney and Nickelodeon kids, mm-hmm. like they have a fan base since they were five, six years old. Right. And then like every year their fan base gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Right, right, right. And I mean, obviously it didn't hurt that Selena dated Justin. <laughs> right, it didn't um, hurt at all. But, you know, she also dips her toes in music, acting. Right. Like she does more than one thing. And especially when a couple is dating someone not in their field, you kind of like double your fan base because you're like, let's say you're dating an athlete. All the sports fans will be curious to know about your relationship, and you—they want to know more about your their partner. And if they're in movies, like those fans will want to know more about this sports. So, person. like the J Lo A Rod coupling, does that do super well for you then? Any couple. Any couple. Right. So have, it's like a triple. So you got the couple, you got the sports and the movies, whatever music. But J-Lo, obviously J Lo is like a, another stratosphere. Yeah, it's like say. a whole different. I mean, anything you put on, she'll like. I mean, on there, people will click on it. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. But um, I mean, what's that one? What other one? Which would be another one? Like the last one. Um, well. Am I stumping you? No, I mean, people again. Like I said, cycles. People come and go. Yeah, but right now. Um, How about Lady Gaga? Does she do well because of her movie? She does do really well. I would say it's usually the younger or someone with like a rabid fan base. I would say like Alexander Skarsgård during his True Blood days, mm. like people were obsessed with him. Yeah, um, I'm not saying um, his star obviously hasn't fallen, but it's 
a different kind of like rabid mm, fan base. Right. I was like Gerard Butler has like crazy fans. He does? Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, I would say oh um Sam Hewen from Outlander. Really? I think these like housewives at home who were like need a little like Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hilarious. They are yeah. all up over Sam and So he does really well. So so guys do really well on this. Because I, I know you said 60-40 of a split. Yeah. I just feel like, I, would, I guess that makes sense. Like I think because as a girl, I would be looking for like pictures of Bradley Cooper or maybe what you said, Sam. But I would, that's interesting. So he does really well. And Gerard Butler too. Interesting. Wow. Could you ever take this, pla- like, so would this be something, like, would you ever have a podcast like this? Because I would think, not like this, but like, because I feel like with media and everything else, right, it's like, it would be a new medium where it's kind of like as a nice segue from what you're, you know, to kind of, yeah. kind of extend your brand. Like, um, I think it's the right opportunity rolled along. I have right. no idea how the podcast business works. You'll have to tell me offline. Offline, <laughs> later on, exactly. Um, Maybe I'll produce yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I want to try video first. I think television yeah. is a really big untapped market for my brand. Absolutely. Like, I'm surprised you don't even have something now. Like you have, yeah. you have all these other kooky entertainment shows that are like not even, I don't think as, you know, I think they're kind of, they can, they can need some help in the massage, the, yeah. the, the show a little bit. So the last time I'm saying, I was curious of how you were thinking of expanding your I mean, brand. I would say shows like ET, Access Hollywood, yeah. They're staple shows. They, they do what they do well. They've done it for many, many, many years. Um, but I would want my own spin on it. You know, mm-hmm. like I would, want, I would want things to be a little bit more intimate. I would want things to be more behind the scenes, more like backstage. Um, to me, where it feels more, more authentic. Yeah. Or, or what I feel is more authentic. Oh, absolutely. So when you went to Lady Gaga, you said you just came back. So were you there as press covering it then? Or what was, or is it more just for fun? Again, mix. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, I was with Lady Gaga's camp and Lady Gaga after the show, um, just like at this bar, and we we're just hanging out before she right. took her private plane to fly back to LA. Like, <laughs> right. That's just like. Why didn't you go with her instead of driving back? Why didn't you just jump on her plane? <laughs> because if I knew beforehand, I would have driven there, hopped <laughs> in some suitcase, and gotten a plane right back. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so. I guess really my last question, not whatever you want to call it, question, whatever, like if you didn't do this, what would you have done? If this didn't work out as well as it did, what would be the other thing? Growing up, I didn't have a specific talent, so I never wanted to become a doctor. Like if I was, Mm. like, or I wasn't great at math. I wasn't great at reading and writing. I wasn't like, I didn't have one specific thing I really shined in. Um... So I don't know. A teacher was a possibility. Um, what did you like to do more than what were you good at? I mean, I enjoyed kids, which is why I wanted oh. to possibly become a teacher. Um, Want to be a nanny? I, f- I have a, no. I have two kids that I kind of need help with sometimes. Like <laughs> I have always... two godsons already. Oh, okay. So I do have my hands. If full you need a side job, another side hustle, <laughs> I can give you one. I think an event planner was another mm. possibility, but I just felt like my parents wouldn't have supported me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a backup dancer. I think once I got to college and I was like, oh my God, Britney Spears' backup dancers are so hot and I don't know, be able to move like that. <laughs> That's great. Are, um, you a, are you a good dancer then? I mean, I took a semester of ballet. Okay. <laughs> um, I was on this like college dance troupe, um, which danced like pop, hip hop music. Um, 
so I'm capable of doing something. But again, all those professions, like the pay is so low (laughs) Um, that I was just like, do I really want to invest in this? Right. Um, But thankfully, again, blogging did work out. Um, So Then then how did you start making money? Like when did you start making money at it? Um, Thankfully, since day one. Um, Really? Because to start a website, you could find someone to host the website mm-hmm. for free. Um, and you, I was, I was making like a penny a day, a nickel a day, a dime a day, and it just like slowly increased. So again, you can see it was kind of like a drug. Like I wanted more traffic. So right. to get that dollar a day instead of the nickel, like what was I going to write about? Right. Um, and I think at first I did start out writing things that didn't come naturally to me that I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this because it's going to get me more hits. Um, Are you a good writer then? No. Do you think you're still... Okay. No. You, you know. <laughs> I mean, I probably could write something, but it would take me a week okay. to, to okay. do. Um, like I'm... It, that's why it's so much easier for me to just like pump out a, a news article more objectively and just like have people judge for themselves. Mm, right. Like obviously I have my own opinion, but it's so much easier just to like write the facts, who, what, where, when, why, right. and just let everyone else judge for themselves. Right. So not like a creative writer, but factual. You can just write down stuff. Uh, gotcha. Well, I mean, I was wondering if I can... Is there anything else I want to know? Hmm. If there is, will you come back on? Of course. Okay. Well, <laughs> Thank you for having me. No, I think it's great. Thank you so much, Jared. This is really, really informative, and I appreciate you coming on. I know you don't do many podcasts, like you said. Do <laughs> one other one. But um, that's great. So why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Besides, obviously, justjared.com. <laughs> uh, the website is justjared.com. Instagram, we're at justjared. My personal Instagram is at Jared Eng. My last name is E-N-G. So there you go. That's it. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.